Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. are welcome to walkers and talkers episode 212 i am david brody from elvis in the morning show and that of course is jamie from light fm jamie are you there i'm here how oh, are good. you good i'm good i hate to lie to people and say you're there but <laughs> uh, we saw each other today we did we had a nice walk to the parking garage together we did we walked <laughs> past rat park we yes. uh, and it wasn't raining this morning it was just brutally awfully ugly and gross and today's thursday yes. we're, we're a little late in the week recording uh, but that's the way the, the week worked out. I went to see um, two comedy shows this week, which backed up the podcast. So on Tuesday, I saw Matt Friend, my friend Matt Friend, who some of you may know as the Matt Friend, the incredible impressionist on TikTok and Instagram, who has become very famous for, among other impressions, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, that must Yeah, be he's fun. great. Yeah, and I hung out with him afterwards. And oh, nice. He's like, well, you got to have lunch. I'm like, all right, we'll do lunch. We'll do lunch. I promise. Wednesday night, last night as we record this, I went to see Sebastian Maniscalco. Oh, he's great. He did not invite me for lunch. <laughs> but uh, Sebastian's great. Sebastian did over an hour and I, no material that I had seen before. So like all new to me. So he's done all a new. lot of new writing material. Yep. And I will say though, in case you don't know, right before he got massive, when he was big but not massive... Mm-hmm. Right, right in that, right where he was like, oh my God, he's a YouTube, he's, he, he's got space, <laughs> he's about to blow up huge. Skiri and I had him on the Brooklyn Boys podcast. Really? And then a few weeks later, boom! Boom, so exploded. I, I'm going to call Sold that the, the Brooklyn Boys bump. We gave him the Brooklyn Boys bump, <laughs> he did the podcast, and then his career just it. took off. Took off. <laughs> yeah, check check that out if you haven't had a chance he to. He should give you free tickets. Well, uh, I, he did, <laughs> Oh, oh, well, there you go. Then, then that's fair. Yeah, well, his publicist <laughs> did. I, we, yeah, we did not. We had very good seats. The show is in the round, which means his, he has a little stage, a little circle of a stage. Yes. In the middle of where the ice rink would be. Love it. And, and so we were, I don't know, row seven maybe? So it was, oh, it was good. Oh, you were close. But here's the thing. It's a hockey arena, the Prudential Center in New Jersey. And they have this four-sided, awesome video screen system. Crystal clear. Mm. So even though Sebastian is... I don't know, 50, 60 feet away. Because he's in the round, he's three quarters of the time, he's not looking at you. Oh. So we spent most of the show looking up at the beautiful monitor. At least it was crystal clear. So really, I didn't need good seats. First of all, it's a comedy show, so what does it matter how close you are? Mm-hmm. But the screen was so nice, we watched the screen more than we watched the <laughs> Watch him. <laughs> the actual Sebastian Maniscalco. But he was very funny. He, he was very funny. Yeah, he had a line uh, about it. Peeing, uh, just one. I don't want to ruin the joke, but it was about peeing. 
and a Tesla. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, okay. That I, I laughed out loud <laughs> and I don't normally laugh out loud because, you know, I, I'm so exposed to comedy my whole life. And so I, I just go, oh, that's good. Yeah. But th- it was, it was like when, oh man, I, I laughed. That was good. Was it as good as the Chris Hardwick uh, Dobby sock joke? No. Okay. <laughs> no, there may never be a joke as good as the Chris Hardwick Dobby sock joke for my money. That was the greatest joke for me. We almost fell over the. Oh my god! I I, oh I told god. him that when I saw him the next time. I said, "Chris, that was," and I, t- I still tell people, and and people go, oh, "Yeah, it's good." No, no, you have to be there. It the is way, hilarious. The build up, the setup, knowing <laughs> that he's into sci-fi and fantasy and all, and just great. The Dobby sock joke. For those of you who don't remember, I think mean, you guys listen in order, but let's say this is your first episode. The joke was that when he was single, living in an apartment, or his roommate, either he or his roommate. Did things, now if you know what men do with socks, the Mm -hmm. old rumor, right? He said, things were done to that sock that was so bad, even Dobby wouldn't have wanted it. (laughs) And if you know it about Harry Potter, Dobby, the house elf, got his freedom from From living living with with an awful human, awful person, awful wizard, not a human being. Lucius Lucius was, no. Lucius Malfoy. Right, Lucius Malfoy. Right, I forget which is the kid, yeah. So... He got his freedom because he had now he owned a, he owned an article of clothing. I don't want to ruin the movie. But the point was Dobby wouldn't have wanted the sock. It was so gross. Oh that God. is just so deep that it assumes you know so much <laughs> to get that joke. I just it's the perfect joke. I just it love, was. love 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 that joke forever. I love that joke. Okay, let's talk about The Walking Dead before we get all an hour and a half from now. And we haven't talked about The Walking Dead. Let's. We're gonna save the news segment for next week. Uh, there wasn't a lot I wanted to talk about, and uh, we'll just combine it with next week, if that's okay. Episode called The Warlords opens with Elijah, and was that wasn't, uh, who was the other guy with Elijah? I think, was he just a kind of a red shirt, right? Yeah, that wasn't Cal. That was just some no, guy. No, so it was a red shirt. Guy. So they're shooting arrows for target practice into the walkers, uh, just, I guess, to kill time, just to show you that they're getting better with arrows. And Lydia says she's leaving. Like, I'm going, I'm out of here. I said I was leaving, I'm leaving. I'm going to go walk, get this. She, goes, she says she's going to walk to the closest Commonwealth outpost. Because I guess now the Commonwealth has set up known outposts between mm-hmm. Ohio and Virginia. Because she's, crazy. she's, she's not going to walk by herself to, to, to Ohio. Yeah. So she says, I'm going to walk to an outpost and get a ride to Commonwealth. Wow. So the other guy says to Elijah, hey man, this is your shot. Why don't you go, you know, go walk with her, go with her, you know, like, you know. So it's obvious, yeah, it's obvious Elijah has a crush on her, doesn't know that she used to poop in the woods and not wipe her butt. (laughs) And so he says, hey, do you want an escort? Now, that's romantic and all, but now you're going to come back from the checkpoint alone? Safety in numbers, Elijah. I I just feel like neither one of you should be out, like, alone. It just, you know. They shouldn't. So, perfect timing, bullshit. A bloody guy on a horse rides up to Hilltop. He falls off the horse, perfect timing, right when he gets to Hilltop. And they see that he's been shot, and he says with his last words, they're slaughtering everybody, okay? And he hands Lydia a map before he dies. (laughs) I will say that we're going to review this episode in the way that it aired, but obviously um, some of it we learned wasn't what we thought it was, and so I'm going to make commentary when I say, ooh, these guys are probably bad. That was my thought at the time. Yeah. So, all right. So the credits roll. Maggie and Elijah and Lydia go into a room with the map. Maggie says, look, we don't have enough manpower to go up against 
whoever this group is that just slaughtered this guy. Mm-hmm. Whoever, whatever he said, whoever's slaughtering whoever, we don't know if it's the Commonwealth. We don't know who it is. We just can't go and run and help. And Lydia says, look, these people obviously need help. They're barely holding on. They're the type of people my mother would have targeted. I watched it happen too many times. I can't let this happen. I'm going to find this guy's place on the map. I'm going to go help them. I'm going to go help. Maggie looks at her like, you're crazy. Next thing we see is Elijah and Lydia loading up a pickup truck. Now, we missed the part where Maggie said, you guys can go without me. But they're just loading up a pickup truck with supplies. Now, I know you're good people. But Maggie made a whole big deal about, they all did last week, how they're starving, they're barely getting by. Now they're loading up a pickup truck yeah, with what, water. what and do sub- they have to offer? I mean, geez. We're going to give these strangers a good portion of what we don't have. So much so that well, Denise left, right? Yeah, Denise left. Right, okay. So then Maggie comes out, and I think Maggie's going to be like, yo, where are you going with my truck, bitches? Instead, she says, give me the keys, I'll drive, and you can take over driving at the halfway mark. So now she's in. Then Herschel comes running up, yelling for his mom. And he says, how long are you going to be gone? And she says, you know, I'll be gone for as long as it takes. And he's like, all right, mommy, I know. Okay. Yeah. She's left a lot. She's left him his whole life. So you would assume he would just go home, get in the house, Carl. Yeah. We learn later he does not. Again, I'm mentioning what I know in advance now, what what I already know, rather, because I didn't know it at the time. Lydia asks Maggie why she doesn't want the Commonwealth help. She said, uh... Wouldn't it be easier? And Maggie says, easier isn't always better. I'm Maggie Ree. You know. <laughs> so then Maggie goes on to tell her a story about how some big developers tried to buy the farm I grew up on when we were struggling because they thought that because of the drought, we would suffer, we would need food, and uh, they would drop off food at the farm, but my father wouldn't let us eat it because then it would be showing the big corporations that we needed it and that we had faith that the drought would end and we'd be profitable again. And you know what? The drought ended and we, we found a way to get by. Then Lydia says, yeah, I found a way to get by my whole life. It sucked. Like, you know, we didn't wipe our asses in the woods. Yeah, I don't want to just get by. I want to be set. I want a Porsche. I want a <laughs> PS5. Come on. <laughs> so Lydia says to Maggie, you made the decision for everyone instead of asking anyone what they thought. And Maggie says, you really want to live at Commonwealth? Those people haven't been tested in 10 years. Do you really want to be there when they are? In other words, when the walls come down and they can't fight like Alexandria. Yeah, they're going to die. So she says, and you, Elijah, do you agree? And he's like, yeah, I kind of agree. I think we should have taken the help of the Commonwealth. Hello. Uh. Anyway, they stop short because no car ride goes as planned. And there are three stormtroopers that are now walkers walking down the road. I talked about it last week. In formation, in a little triangle, you know. Yep. One in the front, two on the sides. So they kill all three of them and they notice that their throats were slit. And or they've been shot. So then Aaron comes running down the road from where they came, yelling, it's me, it's me, it's Aaron, hey! So I wrote here, I wrote, I smell a flashback coming. As soon as I finished typing that, it said, It happened. One week ago. One week ago. Aaron goes into a a church where Father Gabriel is preaching. So Father Gabriel's preaching full-time now, I guess. And he tells Aaron he's genuinely happy preaching. That he was, it was an act at first, but now he feels like he's hearing God again. I'm thinking, yeah, until like next time things get tough and you turn into badass <laughs> Father yeah. Gabriel again. And you stab another priest. <laughs> Aaron says, you know, Commonwealth is putting even more money into Alexandria and fixing it up. Uh, even more money than they said they would. And all they've asked is for me to run their immigration program 
because of my history from before the apocalypse. And now they're more open to taking in immigrants. This is great. I'm doing a great job. I'm, I'm, I'm liking it here. And he says, look, Gabriel, there's a group on the western border of West Virginia. So the western border of West Virginia. I want you to remember that. I'm going to reference it later. He says about 40 people are holed up in a building and they would like to make first, we'd like to make first contact with them and help them. Right? That's what, what uh, Commonwealth wants to do. Yes. He says they're a religious group and that's why Father, they want Father Gabriel's help. And Aaron says, my boss Carlson will be along with us uh, and some troopers and then says, you know, he's, he's a little unusual but his heart's in the right place. With that, a young kid named Jesse comes in to tell them that Carlson is ready and Aaron says, oh, that's Jesse. He's a new kid. We're training him. And I, so I said, okay, even if the trailer guy hadn't ruined it, and even if we didn't just see it uh, like 10 minutes ago. Yeah. That kid's dead. That's the horse boy. That's horse boy. Yeah. And even if you didn't know it was horse boy, you knew he was going to die because he's the new guy. Exactly. exactly. And because you just said he had a future. Oh, we're training him. He's got a future. No, he doesn't. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Watch the walking dead kid. You don't have a future. <laughs> Father Gabriel seems very concerned about these people in, that are holed up in the building and says, why don't we know more about them? And Aaron says, oh, we have scouts who say they're just a group of friendly settlers. And I'm thinking to myself, that's not true. B.S. Right. Now, the, now, look, the trailer for this episode made it look like these guys are warlords. They're the new bad guys. They're going to be killers. That's what we're led to believe the whole episode. Of yeah. course, we find out that's not true, but... For the sake of this podcast, we're going to play along like we still think they're the bad guys. Okay. Aaron tells Carlson that the place doesn't look very friendly. And Carlson says, so what if they're not friendly? That just means they're scared. You guys will be great. I can't wait to watch you and Father Gabriel do your thing. Now he's like all like, you, you, you're still feeling like that, that what he says is happening is happening. You yeah. guys are going to bring in new recruits. And I'm thinking, that's not how it works. New recruits, never, it's not going to go well. Whatever, whatever's going to go on in this episode is not going to go well. By, By the, way, the way, side note, did you recognize yes, him yes, from Ozark? Yes, I just said, side note, I just said <laughs> Oh my God, name. same time, same yes, time. Yes, <laughs> he's the FBI agent <laughs> yes, from Ozark. Yes. He obviously plays mental case as well. Uh, yeah, he plays a nutty he, he plays both. people in positions of authority, no spoiler for Ozark, who don't really do their job. They take advantage of their power. Let's just leave it yep. at that, okay? Well, yep, exactly, well said. Carlson tells the troopers to stay there. And that they'll call them if they need them. And Father Gabriel goes, they're not going. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing it. He's not about it. Yeah. He says, that place practically screams, do not disturb. And Carlson tells Father Gabriel, look, man, it's just jitters, pregame jitters. And Father Gabriel says, no, it's not. Your plan is shit. I love (laughs) Father Gabriel. I love it. (laughs) He says, what's the largest group you've ever brought in before? And he says, you know, four or five. And Gabriel four. says, uh, that's embarrassing. Yeah. And Gabriel says, this is 40, 40 people. All it takes is one person with an itchy trigger finger and to yeah. ruin everything. And that's, Carlson, and that's all she wrote. Yep. And Carlson says, not up for discussion. We're going in. You got to trust me. I know what I'm doing. I, I, I'm, I'm a professional. I'm Carlson. <laughs> Aaron yells up at the building and it's got a cross on it, you know, cause they're, uh, they're, they're religious. religious he says, um, you know, is anybody there? Can I speak face to face with someone? We're the people that have been leaving food for you, which you ate. So, you know, I'm sure you were, you know, you appreciated it. We have plenty more food at our camp. Can I speak to someone? 
So we saw this in the trailer. A very scary shaved-headed woman comes out with a sheath and some big men. And they look like they're badass, right? They're badass. They're, they're scary. She makes them hand over their weapons. Which, by the way, why would you bring weapons? First of all, you know they're going to ask you to hand them over, which means you're going to lose your weapons. Yeah. So why are you bringing weapons? Now you've lost your weapons. She looks at Aaron at his arm and he goes, it's a bitch to take off. Don't make me take off. <laughs> yeah, don't make me do it. So she asks if there's any more people and Father Gabriel says, yeah, we got a group of peacekeepers nearby in case there's trouble. So she invites them in. They lock the big gates, behind, the big doors, the big metal doors behind them. And you're thinking, all right, this is a trap. Right? They're, this is not going to go well. That was creepy. When, that, when they slid those bars across, I'm like, oh, shit. So she says, follow me down the hall. And they're walking down the hall and it looks like they're in a prison. Like there's creepy people in every doorway. They're making it look like it's like a crack house. Like it just, did look like a crack house. Like there's yeah. date. How many crack houses have you been in, Jamie? Well, like I've seen Breaking Bad. All right, I know very what good. They look like the, me- the meth heads, yeah. <laughs> the meth heads. Yeah. So it looks like there's just tough people everywhere. So they walk into this room that looks like a like a mini church. Like it's got chairs and candles, and of course there's a creepy guy with his back to the door. Like so, first of all, there's always a creepy leader. Right? There's always some oh. creepy leader. How did he know to sit in the chair with his back to the door? Like, it looked Maybe good he, on camera. It did. But did he say to did he say to her, okay, open the door, bring them in. I'll get into my chair and I'll turn my back. So when they come in, I will look creepier to them. So I can turn around slowly. <laughs> yes. So he asks them who they are. And Aaron says, look, we're from a community. It's like the old world. There's restaurants, movie theaters, walls for protection. And the guy says, are there soldiers there? And he says, yes. And he says, uh-huh. You're a priest, Father, like the Father Gabriel. He knows he's a priest. Father Gabriel took his collar off. How did he know that? Yeah. Father Gabriel took his collar off. And Carlson said, why are you taking the collar off? We want you to look like a priest. He goes, because that's my, that's my plan. I don't want my collar on. That's how I'm doing it. So Father Gabriel is like, listen doing my way bitch but then he still knew i guess he saw that like the shirt was open and there was a collar slot oh that maybe makes sense. which again if you father gabriel then you're not fooling anybody by opening up the collar <laughs> true so the guy says well if you've got a church you must also have hookers and gambling on the wrong side of town you know yin versus yang so you don't have a perfect community you know what about the bad stuff you're not telling me about the bad stuff yeah. Aaron takes out his phone and shows the guy pictures of Commonwealth now did you notice the pictures of Commonwealth a couple of them were pictures of troopers on horses like they yeah, I did. That looks a little scary. They weren't the nicest, friendliest pictures. Take a picture of the little bakery and, right, the, and, the, the, rec- and the record store. And the petting zoo. Yeah, and the zoo. So the guy is acting like he's a mafia head. Not that the mafia is real, but I'm saying if there was a mafia, as portrayed in the movies, this guy's acting like someone in the mafia. Yes. So he says, so you're just going to let us into this place easy? And Aaron says, no, there's a vetting process. And the guy says, oh, an audition. Let me get my tap dance shoes. Ooh, sarcasm. Yeah. So he says, where are you guys located? And Carlson says, we can't tell you that. And the guy says, why? Because you say so? And Carlson says, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So at this point, you don't know why Carlson's acting this way. You think he's just the nerdy guy who loves welcoming. He's like, I love welcoming people. This is great. (laughs) You don't know what he did beforehand. Like, you don't know what his background is. But he's talking trash to a warlord that has you locked into a building with steel doors. With tattoos and skull rings and all so, that. So I was thinking to myself, why is he acting? Something's up. Why is he acting this way? Oh, he was off. Yeah. So the guy says, well, if you're the guy, why am I talking to Aaron? Tells them all to turn around and look in the back corner of the room. It's a shelf full of skulls. 
It reminded me of the governor's collection of uh, heads yes. and jars. Yep, it did. He had fish tanks yeah. with like, heads in it and stuff. He says, all of those people were murderers, killers, cannibals. And they all sat there where you are, sitting right there, wolves in sheep's clothing, who meant my people harm. In other words, oh, you guys are pretending to be nice. They all pretended to be nice. And I had to kill them because they weren't. Yeah, why should I believe you? So he says, look, I know, you know where I live, but I don't know where you live. How dumb would I... That's a valid point. That's yeah. a valid point. Yeah. How dumb would I be to let you go? Mm-hmm. So then he tells Carlson to get on his knees and he puts a gun in Carlson's face. He says, you remind me of Billy. He came here just a few years ago, full of promises of great wealth, but he just wanted to get my men outside and ambush us. Then mm. Father Gabriel says, what do you think we're here for? You don't have anything worthwhile. Your place is a shithole and you're starving. I love Father Gabriel. He's like, you think we're dropping off food and all this stuff and we, we live at Commonwealth. We just showed you pictures and you think we need your shit? So Aaron <laughs> says to the guy, what, what in a million years do you think we would want? And the man says, the meat. And Aaron says, you think we're cannibals? All we did was bring you prepackaged meat and water. Yeah. We're giving you food to help. Now, the guy should have said, maybe you're just fattening us up. Because if you're a cannibal, it isn't about oh. eating. It's about liking mm. to be a cannibal. Oh, that's gross. Right? Like some people are cannibals. They need food. Right? Like the, like the, the termites, they ate people because that was how they survived. Yeah, that's yeah, that's how they lived. But some people are cannibals because they enjoy eating meat. By the way, um, I'm not going to tell you the name of the movie because I don't want to ruin it for you. But there's a movie on Hulu about cannibalism ish uh, uh, that is not only uh, awful and from what I hear that it's a bad movie to begin with. So don't watch it. That's oh, all I'm don't saying. Watch it. Unless okay, you enjoy don't. watching horrifically bad movies that are also horrifically bad. And I hard was to watch. It was a documentary. <laughs> really, you want to see a documentary? Well, like Dahmer, you know, it's 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 disgusting but fascinating. Uh, that's not my style. <laughs> Give me a comedy. Sorry. <laughs> so Father Gabriel says, "Look, our troops outside. They can come here. That you saw in the picture. Also, they can come here and kill everyone, or you can let us go." And Aaron says, "Look, nobody needs to die. Let us leave, and you'll never see us again." Now Car- the- Carlson's still on the floor with a gun in his face. Yeah. The man takes the gun away from Carlton's face. I think his name was Ian, the, the warlord. Yeah, Ian, yes. Mm-hmm. The man says, I must be stupid, but, uh, you know, you guys get out of here and never come back. So he's letting them leave. They talk Thank their God. way out of it. Then Carlson rushes him, takes the gun, and shoots him in the stomach, then shoots the two guards in the room in the back, uh, the back of the room, shoots them, bang, bang. You're like, this guy knows how to handle a gun. He and does. Aaron's like, what are you doing? He's letting us leave, you idiot. Aaron was tra- traumatized. Yeah. Aaron's like, whoa, 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 whoa. He's like, whoa, what? <laughs> yeah. Carlson says, wait here, I'll be back. So now this guy is so badass, he's heading out into the hallways where all of the, where are the, okay. What should have happened was all of the people that were down the hall should have come running with guns. Yeah, like what the hell is happening the, here? Like, yeah. what, what just happened? So that's not what happened, and I will tell you what happened when we come back right after this. Hey, this is Seth Gilliam. I play Father Gabriel on The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Walkers and Talkers with David Brody and Jamie. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. We come back, there's a flashback to a week ago plus an hour. And Hornsby's sitting at his desk in his office. Carlson comes into the office and he says, I got your call, what's up? Hornsby offers him some alcohol. And he says, nope, I've been sober for four years. Now I mention that because for the rest of the episode, he keeps taking a taste of alcohol. Yeah, like dipping his finger in it and weird shit and like running it over his gums. I'm like, all right. Now that... Obviously, he had an addiction. Uh, now, but I, I, so here's what I'm thinking. I, they obviously, it didn't lead to him like having an alcohol problem. It didn't lead to him getting drunk and doing something stupid. No. All I could think of was to show that he has an addictive personality. Yes. And he's addicted to things he tried to quit. So I'll, I'll tell you why, why I say that in a minute. So, agreed. Lance says, look, I've been very busy with these hick towns in Virginia. And, you know, keep him busy. Now he called them Hick Towns, which I thought was, you know, look at what, look what he says when they're not listening. Yeah. He says, Pamela has given me authority and supplies. So I sent out a convoy of supplies for that other thing. Now, whatever that other thing is, Carlson knows about it, but we don't. So something's going on. Either he sent out supplies to the poppy farm, right? With us. Oh, that but, makes but, sense. But Pamela knows about that. So what's the other thing? Hmm. Is it another community? Is he running a whorehouse? You know what Knowing I mean? Knowing like, Warnsby, God knows what he's up to. Yeah, so we need to find that out. We don't know that yet, okay? He says, the caravan, the people I sent out never checked in. I sent out a scout team. They found them. The, the convoy was hijacked, and the troopers guarding them were all killed. And the tracks led to an apartment complex where some group is holed up. And he says, they're a religious group. They have mass on Tuesdays and Sundays, and... Uh, and uh, one guy dresses like he's the general. And Carlson says, it's another warlord. Right? So we've come across them before. Just, you know, we'll just go kill him and wipe him out. Do your thing. And Hornsby says, if I take a whole company of troops there, there's no way that, that Governor Milton won't notice. I need something surgical. So I'm going to go in and take care of it. And Carlson says, I don't do that anymore. So you're figuring like, okay, he must have been a mercenary or something. Mm-hmm. And so he says... I need the former CIA guy. I need an assassin. So Carlson was CIA. Unlike unlike Ozark where he was FBI. Yes. Carlson says, look, man, I like being retired. It's relaxing. I help people. And uh, Hornsby says, yeah, well, all that can be taken from you. And Carlson says, you tired of living? Are you? Because I kill your ass. (laughs) So Hornsby says, look, most of the troopers were in their 20s. I feel terrible. I need to make it right. Well, what, if they were in their 30s, 40s, and 50s, it's okay for them to die. Yeah, that's that. then that's okay. So Carlson says, fine, I'll do it. I'll do it. Whatever it is, I'll do it. 
So now you know why Carlson was shooting the guy because he's a CIA guy. So Hornsby says, uh, tell me about Aaron and Carlson. He says, oh, Aaron's great. People seem to like him right away. And uh, so Hornsby says, great. Take the priest. They're very religious and he'll get them off guard. By the way, none of that happened. No, none of it. They didn't care he was a priest. They didn't show him any more respect. They didn't show them that they were religious. That had no factor, had no factor into anything. Except it explained why Father Gabriel would go on a mission that didn't make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. So they made up the religious thing as a writer's excuse to put Just Father to Gabriel him. teaming up with Aaron. By the way, remember the last time they teamed up? They ran into Robert Patrick, the guy yes. living in the warehouse. and they. Oh, yeah. So Gabriel killed him and it was a surprise spoiler. The character's dead. Well, Robert Patrick was in Terminator 2. And the guy who plays the warlord, Ian, was also in, one, in the Terminator films. At least one of them. So just a coincidence. Yeah. yeah. So... The Commonwealth soldiers have taken over the building. They must, he must have walkie-talkie them. Carlson's interrogating the general, the warlord, and he denies knowing anything about the caravan. Well, he was being smug. Like, I don't know anything about the caravan. He should have said right away what he said next. So Carlson hits him in the head with a gun, and the guy says, whoa, 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 look, man, the caravan, we found it that way. But he's smiling when he says it. Like, in other words, like, yeah, hey, yeah, we found it that way. He wasn't being believable as if like, I'm not afraid of you, but why would you want to get beaten or killed? Yeah, right. I wouldn't want to be punched in the head or kicked or whatever the hell he's going to do to just me. Say, just tell the truth, dude. Just say, we don't have it. You're free to search the building. We want to work with you. You know, like look around, exactly. search the area. We'll, we'll, we'll go out with you, whatever you want. We'll, but he was, he wanted to be a badass. So Carlson says, Stupid. you're lying to me. And he hits him in the head with the gun again. Mm. and Gabriel saw this and he punches Carlson. I love Gabriel. Just saying. <laughs> and so uh, Carlson tells the troopers to handcuff Father Gabriel. Oh boy. The warlord general says, if I had hijacked the caravan and had all those guns, don't you think I would have... Uh, so I was thinking the same thing. If they had all the guns, wouldn't they have all the guns? Yeah, wouldn't they be using them? Before he can say his explanation... He says, if I had all those guns, don't you think I would have? And Carlson sh- shoots him and kills him. Mm. And then takes his head and starts like fake talking with his head. Like, oh like he's a puppet. God. He's sick. He's like, oh, you're dead now. He says, your head's going to look good on that shelf. And then for some reason starts kicking him in the face. My after God. he's dead. After he's dead. That's so funny. I'm pretty sure he's the same character from Ozark. Oh, man. Psychopaths he plays. Aaron says, we're supposed to be helping people. And Carlson says, he's a damn animal. We are helping people, but this is the other side of it. Snuffing out threats. This is how we make the world safe. Well, we find out later the guy wasn't a threat, really. I mean, he was a tough guy. He protected for his own people. Yeah, but he wasn't really But we don't know. We don't know if he was good or bad, but he wasn't necessarily bad other than he was protecting his own people. No different than Rick or Negan. And he was going to let them go. Yeah. I don't know how much Jesse saw. Jesse was Jesse was in the room, right? When he shot the guards. He was had he had his shitting pants on right. he ran. <laughs> so Jesse must have run out of the building and he jumped on a horse and starts riding away. Well, Carlson orders one of his stormtroopers to shoot him. And the stormtrooper shoots the guy. He did. Aaron smashes the guy's face with his mace hand. That was awesome. Carlson pulls his gun on Aaron and goes to shoot him, but he's out of bullets. Now I want you to remember that. The big silver gun, yeah. out of bullets. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's not a regular gun. That needs probably special bullets that fit in the special big super gun. 
Okay. Mm. They're about to face off and fight when the stormtroopers come out of the woods and Aaron runs away into the woods in another direction. Okay. Carlson says, go after him. But clearly they don't catch up to him because they're running in armor and they can't catch up to him because they never catch him, right? No, they don't. Carlson runs back in the building and one of the stormtroopers is dead laying in a pool of blood. At that point, we don't know who killed him, right? We just, somebody killed the stormtrooper. Carlson slits its throat because it's turned into a walker, I guess, or was going to, I don't remember. And then tells the other stormtroopers to go get his armor. He's like, go get my armor. So obviously he's, he's gearing up for a fight. Oh yeah, big time. Yep. Uh, present day, uh, Aaron is with Maggie in the road from the beginning of the episode. And he says, you know what? It turns out the warlord was right. Carlson was a wolf in sheep's clothing. Like he, he knew it. He, he knew the guy was bad. Maggie shows Aaron the map and says, what's the best way into the facility? And Aaron says, where'd you get that map? And Maggie says, you gave it to him. He says, no, I didn't. Flashback. Yeah, here we go. Jesse running to get a horse. Negan and a black woman. Um, now, uh, we have talked about this black woman. I said I thought it maybe Lucy from the comics. Mm-hmm. Her name is Annie. So I'm going to refer to her as Annie, even though at this point we have not found out her name is Annie. Okay. Negan asks how many people are with him to the kid. And he says, I don't know, about 12. And they all have automatic weapons. And the woman tells Negan, you know, there's a lot of dead people back there. There's a fight going on with um, some guy. Uh, he's a priest and a guy with a metal arm. I wonder who that could be. Listen, we find out later that Negan has been living with these people. Mm-hmm. This community that is being accused of stealing the guns that nobody knew about for 10 years, however long they've been there, happens to be the community that Negan goes to. He left from whatever location is between Alexandria and Meridian, right? Mm-hmm. Because that they yes. stopped and, and dropped. As, so somewhere in the middle of nowhere, wherever Meridian is, I don't know if we ever learned where Meridian was, Negan wanders off on his own and somehow ends up with the people at the community that are going to cross paths with Commonwealth that they haven't passed cross with before. Okay, mm-hmm. sure. Sure. Sure, why not? Yeah. Ten years in. Yeah. Negan gives the kid a map and says, this is a community called Hilltop. You ask for Maggie, nobody else, and tell them Aaron and Gabriel are in trouble. Okay, that seems legitimate. That was decent of him. Let's analyze this for a minute. Hilltop is in Alexandria, Virginia, right? Mm -hmm. Which is Eastern Virginia. Oh. This guy immediately gets shot and he's he's barely holding on. He rides mm-hmm. all the way to Hilltop. From West Virginia. From from Western West Virginia. Uh, I don't think so. Right. <laughs> Western West Virginia. They made it a point to say this was Western West Virginia. Somehow, the guy on the horse rides from Western West Virginia with a bullet in him, blood everywhere. To Alexandria on the other side. Across West Virginia. No way. All the way to Alexandria. Uh, so across two states, basically. Yeah. G- gets Maggie and the gang, who then ride across Virginia, across West Virginia. My God. Where there could be zombies in the road. Well, when you say it like that, damn, that's... So they're driving the truck across two states. I don't know the exact mileage, but let's say it had to take... The guy on the horse, a couple of days? 
I was going to say, that had to be days. And he's, ble- he's bleeding to death? He's bleeding out. And no walkers stopped him from riding across two states? No water, food, anything? I'm calling 3,097% bullshit on the whole thing. <laughs> this may be your biggest bullshit call ever. And then Maggie shows up with the car that they had time to pack with supplies. They had a meeting about it. They debated it. It wasn't like they left the second the guy got there. Oh, no. So in the time it took for Carlson to shoot the guys, the guy on the horse run away, Jesse, get on, talk with Negan for 10 minutes, get shot. Ride a horse across two states. <laughs> Maggie have a meeting. Pack the car. S- stop in the road to talk to Aaron about the walkers in the road. Get back in the car. Drive across. I guess at that point they, they were close to West Virginia. Because mm-hmm. how far could Aaron have run? And where was Aaron going? Where was he going? He didn't know Maggie was coming. No, and what was he gonna? Was he gonna run across two states? I, I mean, mean I, really. maybe Negan told him, maybe. But where was he running? I, I don't know how all this happens. I, I don't. I get. Okay. It, it, when you say it the way you said it, I'm like, wait a minute. If you don't think <laughs> about it, you don't think about it, right? I think you that's, don't. And I tried not to, but now that you're saying it, it's just impossible. Yeah, Negan and Annie are in the hallway of the building. They sneak up behind a stormtrooper. Uh, has Gabriel handcuffed? And backs up slowly, for no reason, to the opening in the hallway at the same time as Negan and Annie are there so they can easily kill him from Boom. behind. And they did. Thank you. Side impact into his neck bullshit. <laughs> Side impact walking backwards bullshit. They see Aaron is uh, going gun, gun, empty gun uh, with Carlson. They, they can't help him because they don't want to get caught, so they run off. Carlson gets on the bullhorn. And says, your warlord is dead. You people stole from us. Give us back our guns and we'll let you live. And he's got a bunch of people on the rooftop. And conveniently on the rooftop of the building, where there's a brick wall around the roof, like on every roof. There's a cutout. There's cutouts on all sides. Yep. So that people could kneel on their on the ledge and easily be pushed off. Thank you. Oh, God. Oh God. Convenient opening of the wall bullshit. This was an upsetting scene. Yeah. So cut to Annie and who we now find out is part of the community. And she tells Negan and Father Gabriel, we didn't steal the weapons. We don't have them. Carlson's on the rooftop and says to one of the guys, where are my weapons? And the guy says, I really don't know. And he says, I believe you. And he pushes him off and he falls to his death. Oh my God. And that was really high. The next guy doesn't know. He pushes him off the roof. Then they show Annie and the, the rest of the people in the closet room. And you just hear, oh, Oh, my God. All these voices. Yeah. Jesus. Then you hear a woman. Ah! Oh, God. My stomach was. Now, I don't know what woman they threw off the roof. But remember the badass bald chick at the beginning? Yeah. We don't ever see her again. Right. They made her look like she might be the leader in the trailer. Yeah, they, they make you for sure think right? she's a leader. Yeah. We never see her again. So thank you for putting her in the cast. <laughs> she's gone. So did she get. Was she the female voice that got pushed off the roof? I don't remember. I. Probably. So Carlson tells his men, go room to room, kill anyone that won't talk. I'm thinking, you idiot. If they had the guns, they would go get them right now. Yeah, after you just killed nine people in a row, I would friggin' make it up and just give them my own weapons at this point. Yeah. Annie tells her people to stick together. No begging for forgiveness. Ian's dead. We got, we, this is our fight. Our people know this building better than these assholes. We're going to be fine. So Negan says to Annie, that was a good speech, but 
you know what? They killed our best people, meaning I guess the, the, the big bodyguards and the, you know, and they don't seem sad about it. They're like, yep, they killed our best people. It was just like, it is what it is. So at that point, I'm like, oh, Negan must be living there. He said, our best people. Yes. Okay. Maggie, Elijah, and Lydia, and Aaron kill two troopers and have their guns and they're walking down the halls. With that said, I'm going to tell you about the scenes for next week. We'll be right back after this. Hello, this is Ross Marquand. I play Aaron on The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Walkers and Talkers with David, Brody, and Jamie. Scenes for next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This week, before I get to scenes for next week, I want to stop down and take a moment here. Um, I'm not, Jamie and I aren't mad at anybody and, and you know who you are. You're, oh, you're, yes. you're, a, you're a good listener of the show and we appreciate you and you didn't do anything deliberately wrong, but just for future reference, please don't tweet us anything about the episode, especially if you have AMC plus and you know what happens the week ahead the of what week. we're reviewing, the, yeah, right? Yeah, the, the next week. And that doesn't mean don't say, oh my God, so-and-so dies. It means don't say, ooh, you're going to love the surprise ending. Because then you wait the whole episode waiting for the surprise and you can't enjoy the episode. And don't say, as this person did, oh my God. See, I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. Oh, oh. They said, you're going to feel an emotion. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, you're going to you and you're going to feel an emotion. Me specifically. <laughs> well, I'm trying to not make it obvious, Jamie, so shush. Yeah. <laughs> so I explained to the person why don't tell me anything because even an emotion, let's say you say, oh my God, you guys are going to, uh, you guys are going to get so angry. Well, then I'm wondering why am I going to get angry? So what I did, and Jamie, don't say anything yet. What I did, because I was worried that if something dramatic happens in the next episode, and I'm not saying it did or didn't, then I might get it spoiled for me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I got enough, I got panicked. So 
even though I didn't want to, in order to have the time to watch next week's episode, because of this tweet, and again, I'm not mad, I went and watched next week's episode because I wanted to know what they were talking about before I found out, right? Because what if it was something big and then it would be ruined for me? I did the same thing. Jamie, I just said, don't say anything. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's okay. So I tell that to Jamie today and she says to me, oh my God, I did the same. Yes, as Jamie just said. (laughs) Jamie did the same thing. Jamie watched next week's episode. Why did you watch it, Jamie? Because of the tweet. Right. Because we were convinced something was going to happen that would explain the tweet and we didn't want it ruined. And again, the tweeter didn't ruin it, but, and, and that, by the way, the tweeter, you know who you are. You understand. You were like, oh my God, I totally get it now. Yep. Makes sense. But for future reference, guys, please don't. <laughs> you said, you send us in a panic. You can say like, you could say, oh my God, how great was that episode? Or mind blown. Did you love that episode? Yeah. Or, you know, I want to know your thoughts and I'll DM you. You can DM me if you want, you know. Or me. Or if, or Jamie, or, you know, or, or walkers underscore talkers. All of us. All three of us. At David Brody, at the Talking Jamie. But just please be, we ask you nicely, please be careful. We we don't spoil things. Like, I already know what happens next week, right? I'm not going to say, oh my God, this thing that happens 11 minutes in. By the way, I made that up. I don't, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the ironic part of all of this is that I have some idea what you were referencing in your tweet, yet Jamie and I both agreed it would not have enacted the emotion you thought it would. So ironically, we didn't need to watch it. So I understand why you thought that emotion would have been triggered in Jamie, but it wasn't triggered in Jamie. I thought it was like, eh, borderline, but a very good episode. And and by the way, I love that you are engaged with the show with us. I love that you are, you want to share it with us because we're your friends and I feel like you guys are our friends. And I just want to say, please don't spoil it for us. We, 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 we try very hard to, you know, be good. Even though we told you Glenn and Abraham died. Spoiler. Spoiler. Okay. All right. We beat a dead horse. And and, yes. and then the zombies ate it. <laughs> Poor buttons. Poor buttons. Okay. Hornsby in the scenes for next week. And again, I know what all this means, but I'm going to pretend like I don't. Hornsby is telling someone that Commonwealth works because everyone plays their part. And if someone doesn't, the system breaks down and we can't let that happen. Mm. Sebastian makes a stupid face at Daryl. Aaron and Maggie have automatic weapons and they're hunting through the building for, for I guess, the, the Carlson and his men. Daryl, Rosita, and two other guards, they're at Hilltop in full stormtrooper gear. Hmm. Hmm. Daryl and Rosita are fighting a house full of walkers. Someone in stormtrooper gear is covered in walker guts, doing the guts trick. We don't know why at this point. Mercer is again covered in blood. We don't know why. He always is. Yeah. Talking Dead had Seth Gilliam, uh, Diallo Riddle, who's a director and a writer, and Michael Bean, who played the warlord Ian. They showed a trailer for The Walking Dead uh, Season 7 Part 2, which was good. Next week's show is um, the actor who plays Sebastian. And when you see next week's episode, you'll understand why. Uh, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. He, I'm not saying he dies. He, he's a big part of the show. Uh, yeah, Angela Kang yeah. is on and wrestler Chris Jericho. Now, I did want to mention one thing briefly before we let you guys go, as if you couldn't go on your own. <laughs> Lately on Talking Dead, maybe because... The Walking Dead is ending, that they're showing like retrospective moments of Talking Dead. Oh, like the little flashbacks, yeah. their favorite moments. I yes. hope that it doesn't mean Talking Dead is ended, is ending. I hope oh, no. that Talking Dead will continue with all the spinoffs. I hope. Um, you know? But like when we need our like, when Ezekiel was giving away his possessions, you're like, he thinks he's dying. 
Yeah. I hope that's not why they're doing this, but they're showing oh. their favorite moments from the past. Which they've never done. Do you remember uh, what happened in that flashback they showed? Do you remember that? I, I do. They flashback to this date in Talking Dead history, October 2017, to the 100th episode, which was the season eight premiere, filmed at live at the Greek Theater in Los Angeles. Yes. Jamie. Yeah. What's special about that? We were there and we were in the audience. That's and we right. talked to a lot of them on the red carpet That's right, right before they went on stage. Except the people that were too big to get to our end of the carpet because we were at the very end. <clears throat> Andrew Lincoln. But Andrew anyway. Lincoln. All right, Andrew, you can leave before you get to the end. <laughs> so one of their best moments, we were there. Awesome. Yeah. So, so, that, so that was that. That was a highlight. The AMC flew us out there, put us up in a hotel, got us passes to Universal Studios. Right, we went. We went to uh, right. We went to Universal. Went on the rides. Yep, we went time. to the Walking Dead attraction. We did. That was why the Walking Dead attraction. They wanted to promote that, so that and the network wanted to promote the show. So we got AMC to pro- get us to promote the ride and the TV show at the same time. We got a trip out of it. That was great. That was so much fun. I think about that a lot. Actually, we were like like real deal uh, podcasters at that point. Yeah, we were. We had our name on the red carpet. Where to stand? Yeah. Speaking of which, stuff? I think we need to reach out to the network again and get some people on the show. Yeah, that would love. We that. haven't we haven't done any celebrity interviews in a while. And it's I think, been a I minute. Think it's been a minute. We need to do that. So, all right, uh, we are now not going to watch the episode this week because we already have, which is totally cool. And uh, a quick reminder: I love you, Tweeter. Uh, I'm not mad. I we're just. Not uh, mad. I just was, you know, and it forced me to watch the next episode. But now I we have to wait two it. weeks for the next episode. <laughs> Yeah. That's the only downside. Oh, speaking of which, and I'll let you guys go, because Jamie, I know we're up against it. We have to get out of here. I got a code from my my friends at Disney. I get to watch, as of tomorrow, the first four episodes of Moon Knight on Disney+. Plus. Now, I love the Moon Knight comic book. Uh, The show looks fantastic. So I will be able to, as of the 29th, talk about how great the episodes are that I'll be watching tomorrow. So... I'll let you guys know if you guys are fans. Enjoy that. I'll let you know next week. Uh, at least, yeah, because the, the next week will be once it premieres on Disney. So I'll let you know. I'll let you know how they are, but I won't say anything about the other episodes. I'm not going to spoil okay. anything. <laughs> right? I won't tweet about it. I promise. Okay. Jamie? Yes. Last week, we did not have a lot of success. And I let the world hear it. Oh, boy. And people commented on how off it was. And then I let you, I left your microphone on and you just kept to Hello? Hello? <laughs> Because I I suck with the delay at this. Yeah, so I I hope I hope that you guys all listened to the end last week at two eleven because I thought it was pretty funny. You left me hanging. I did. All right, Jamie, we're gonna try it again. All right. I'm gonna let you go first so I catch up to you. Ready, Jamie? It's time. What time is it? It's time to time to shut this shit down, (laughs) Jamie. No, sorry. It was perfect. Thrown. I got thrown. Okay, we're gonna do it again. This is yeah, Jamie. Okay. Five, six years of hey, Jamie. And I can't get it. Jamie, yes. again, from like a minute ago. What what time is it yet again? It's time it's to shut, time this, to shit shut this shit down. Okay, we'll see how that goes. I'm going to leave it just as it happened. I'm so sorry. You're not. I am. <laughs> Goodbye, Jamie. Okay, bye. I'll talk to you later. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.